Good morning, beloved. It's Elder Miller to Spiritual Soul Food for a triumphant Thursday. You know, as I shared in the past, this is not canned, preconceived. I try to speak, not try, but I speak as the Spirit, as God leads me. And sometimes it's a struggle waiting to hear what God has to say, realizing, one, that I've got to go to work this morning. And uh, But anyway, I, you know, God always shows up. He, you know, here's, here's a little addendum to put into your, 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 your toolbox. God never asks his people to show up and he don't show out. God never asks you to come and he not be there and have something to say. God is never at a loss of words. So this morning, as I was praying and reading uh, devotion and just, just spending time with God, he began to tell me, first of all, I always give thanks. I give him my worship because the Bible declares that he desires a worshiper and that he inhabits the praises of his people. Those are two things. If you start with that place and watch, I'm going somewhere. Start with that. Then God desires a worshiper. So who are you? Then also that he inhabits, that he lives in the praise. All right. So that would just automatically say that you need to have worship going on and then working from a place of praise. All right. But again, to speak to me and where I found myself in Proverbs. And let me also pump the brakes and give you that Proverbs. Did you never notice that Proverbs, that there are 31 Proverbs? That means, watch this, see how orderly God is. There's a proverb for every day. And it begins and he tells us that, that you should take these place of instruction and get understanding. Remember I shared in the past about understanding that which we stand under the word of God. So here it is. Every day there's a proverb. There's a place of learning that we can ingest and then uh, regurgitate. Uh, we need to eat it, then live it. All right. These proverbs. But anyway, Proverbs 3 says this. I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord. Watch this. With all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. The New International Version says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Listen, verse 6 says, and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall <clears throat> direct your paths. Beloved, the world would have us trying to do our own thing, trying to figure things out on our own. And I don't know about you, but I found that when I tried to figure it out, when I tried to work it out, when I did things my way, even with the best of intentions, I found myself um, in error often or having to come back and fix up what I had messed up. I shared in the past, a friend of mine told me once in a bit that every good idea is not a God idea. And so here it is as we're moving higher, becoming closer, more like Christ, what we want to do is to consult God. Remember, he is not just our savior, but he is our Lord. He is our master. He is our leader. He is He is our director. So we need to take all of our thoughts, all of our ears to him. And as we grow closer and more uh, in tune with his word, his will in a way, remember spiritual alignment in one accord with God's word, his will and his way. Let me pump the brakes one more time. You know, we, we run around once we get there. I'm trying to find what is God's will. What does he want from me? Well, you know what he said? He's love thy neighbor, love the Lord. That's basically, that's all you really have to do. 
And then as you grow more in a spiritual alignment, watch this. Alignment means that you are in this straight place with God's word, his will, and his way. When you are at one in unity with God, Philippians 2 and says, let this mind be in you, which first was in Christ Jesus. When you read that, what you will find when you read it carefully, you will find three things in there. There is unity, humility, and selflessness. That is the very mind of Christ. And that is the spiritual alignment. We're, we're looking because the world has got us bamboozled. We're always looking for something. Well, it's going to take me into the next dimension. I'm going to become more. It's always about stuff and things and, and power. That's, not, that's not, not the mind of Christ. Christ works with the least of things. He says that the, the least shall be first. That the less will be great. That's the mind of Christ. Not that you that that you don't have, because he said he came to give you life and it more abundantly. But we have to come to the realize the prioritization is miscued when we seeking first the things of this world. When God says seek first the kingdom. Anyway, I, I don't have a lot of time this morning. So we're going to trust in, rely confidently on God. God told me this morning that, that right now he's doing something. And I don't want to use the word a new thing. He's doing the same thing he's always done, but he's doing it in a right now way. He's cleaning out the muck and the mire. He's shifting and he's shaking. We see all this stuff happening. Listen, it's not willy nilly. God is purposeful and intentional. He's drawing us closer He's pressing upon us and he's shaking away the stuff that is worthless, whether it be tradition, false understanding, errant theology, whatever it is, he's shaking it. And some people are going to be left behind because that's how it works. Look at Gideon. He said, listen, you got too many. It's too many. It's just too many. They're, they're not purposeful. But for the second mile saints, the remnant Watch this. They shall be leaders. They shall be light in the dark places, drawing, watch this, drawing the others and teaching them, discipling them, training them in how to go in God's word. God told me that he's cleaning and clearing the way. And that's when it comes to now to the lean not to see once you get <clears throat> your focus clean and clear. Then you understand and you work in that uh, 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 leaning not on your own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledging him and that Jesus is our example. Here's the example that he gave me. I thank God for his word. Jesus says, not my will, but thy will be done. That is the ultimate place of selflessness. He says that even in his moments of, 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 of preparing, knowing that he's going to die, for one, he did not shy from it. Watch this. Read that scripture. He didn't want to do it in his own self, in his humanity. He didn't want it. He said, Lord, if it be that I will, you are able to take this cup from me. But he said, if thy will. Thy will be done. He prioritizes the purpose of the king and the kingdom greater than self. That is selfless. In greater detail, he's thinking of you and me. Because if he does not go to Calvary, if he doesn't go to Golgotha, if he doesn't go to the place of the cross, there's no hope for you and me. 
we would be men and women most miserable because there would be no hope of being set free. It is because of the cross of Christ that we are free. Whether we realize it or not, we are free. What are you free from? From the penalty of sin and of death. He has set us free. That is truly what it talks about. When the son sets free, is free indeed. Come on, I got a quick, a quick, uh, uh, a little message that I want to share for you to take along, put it in your toolbox to make it your way through triumphant Thursday. This morning, I want to encourage all of my soul food family to expect, watch this, great things. Yes, beloved. Yes, family, expect great things, no matter how good or bad yesterday was. Remember, it's in the rearview mirror. And as you go forward, it's going to get smaller and smaller. Whatever the problem was, it's going to get less and less. Yes, yesterday may have been a mess. Yesterday may have been a downer, but today, watch this, I'm going to bless you real good. Know what happened? God woke you up this morning. Yes, beloved, he didn't have to do it, but he woke you up this morning. And beloved, as a child of God, as a saint of the most high king, you should expect great things. Every morning there is new uh, uh, faith. There is new blessings. God woke you up this morning and you should move with the intentionality God has given you. Yes, great things, great things because you are a child of the king. Yes, beloved, some of you may be saying, Elder, why? Why are you talking like this? Why should I expect great things? Well, I'm going to give you three. Three. Here it is. Remember now, three is what? Is God's perfect number. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. There's completion in the number three. I got three things for you this morning. Well, the first thing is God woke you up this morning. Don't negate the greatness and the awesome thing that God woke you up. Remember, it wasn't the alarm clock. It wasn't even your feeling or having to go to work, but it was because God looked down from the celestial heights, from the very balcony of his awesome kingdom, and he saw you and he touched you and told you to rise. Matter of fact, the place where you are, nobody even knows it. You were somewhere between life and death in a place that no one has ever been to, to describe. Yes, beloved, but he touched you and told you rise and live. Go forward and do great things. Yes, beloved, he woke you up this morning. He didn't have to do it, but he did. The second thing is that as a child of God, watch this, you have the promises of God. Yes, beloved. Yes, the promise of hope. Yes, the promise of hope is a certain expectation based on everything that God has said, because God is not a man and he should lie. And if God has said it, trust me and believe he can do it. Yes, beloved. Remember, God spoke through Jeremiah and he told the people of God that I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The third thing is this, that God has said that he will never leave you nor forsake you, that he will provide for you, protect you. And baby, the good news is this. God has never been sued for child support. As a matter of fact, the, the Bible declares that the very word of God shall not come back void, but it shall accomplish that which he has sent it to do. So, beloved, today on this triumphant Thursday, take time and read that 11th chapter of Hebrews considered by many the hall of fame of faith. After reading it and seeing how our mighty God has taken men and women just like you and me, faulty and frail. Some were, 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 were less than 
thieves, robbers, whores. God has used the weak things to show his strength. Yes, beloved, he's taking common people, you and me, and he's used them. And by faith, watch this, transformed them, taking them from a place of 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 of, of, of everyday mundane and made the mighty men and women of God through their faith. He transformed them into amazing heroes, not for the world, but for him to enact his glory upon the earth realm. Yes, beloved, amazing heroes for the king and for the kingdom. Know you this, that God expects great things from you because he's doing great things in you and through you. Yes, beloved, I challenge you this morning, soul food family. I challenge you, men and women of God. I challenge you, you, and you. Yes, I challenge Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. Yes, beloved, great things are coming from you. I challenge you to do what God is leading you to do. Great things for you. Great things for your friends. Great things for your family through Christ that is in you. Yes, beloved, expect great things because of God's power and his faithfulness. Yes, beloved, we can attempt and accomplish great things for God, and we can expect great things from God as long as we walk with God. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. As I say, I'm not out of word, but I'm definitely out of time. Until the next time, love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. You know my closing. Listen, I love you, but God loves you best. So long.